Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. An Erio's original. And welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite unsolved mysteries. Oh my god, I like kind of have a cold and I can hear how nasally I sound. <laughs> you sound fine to me. Thanks. Each week we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. Who knows, we might even solve the case. I am Ali Siegel. I am Melissa Stetton. And I'm producer Maria. Another thing that I think is possible is, A, I've been using that infrared blanket, and then maybe all my toxins are starting to come out to the surface. That's possible. And then also, do you ever find, like, when you start taking probiotics, you, like, get kind of sick? I don't know. I've taken them before, but I don't, I have no recollection of how I felt. I think it, like, changes your gut health, and, like, you start to, like... I don't know. I think you like start to get sick before you get better. Anyways, that's a little bit about me. <laughs> uh, Web Crawlers has a Patreon. For some reason, we've like lost like $20 in the past week. But and that's funny because you guys are finally putting out content. So I guess people are. <laughs> I know. Well, that's what made me suspicious. So anyways, to get access to rewards, bonus episodes, shout outs, merch discounts, Please go to patreon.com slash webcrawlers. You can donate as little as $2 a month to become one of our bimbo patrons. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. 
if you give us a five-star review, screenshot and DM it to us, and we will shout you out. Erios also has a hotline. Insert jingle here. 626-604-6262. Call us and you can be part of our uh, mailbag episodes. Also, um, did you guys have a blast on our live episode? Yes, I had so much fun. Everyone was so fun and they had really good stories. Everyone was so nice. Yeah. Caroline, the marine biologist. Yeah, like, Caroline. I can't stop thinking about her. Nicole. Nicole was I mean, great. Everyone was great. Everyone was great. Wow, actually, I'm looking at our I'm looking at uh, our iTunes right now. I'm watching the live show and I love you guys. And Maria, you look so pretty. Wow. That's that's the review. Five stars. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> that's what happens when Maria gets uh, a hold of some mascara. So, um, so leave us a review and call our hotline and blah, 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 blah. Um, Melissa, who are our like alleged new patrons? <laughs> Even though our amount has gone down. We have Lee V, Ginny M, Dylan, C M, Cass J, Sydney G, Jennifer G, C, Adam F, Margaret F, Emma G, and Kaylee B. Hi, guys. You guys get a lot of patrons. Like, you really, really do. We do. I'm just confused, though. Do you think, like, Patreon's, like, fucked up right now or something? Or, like, or some people could have start edited their pledge from, like, $20 to, like, $10. It happens. I would do that, actually, because there's actually they not get, that much. They get a pin, and they get a piece of artwork, and then they're like, well, I don't need to be, you know... $15. Well, I agree. Anyone. We so. don't really differentiate between the things. We could do a better job of that. I could do a better job of that. Okay. I'm super excited for our main story today. Um, I am so out of it. I'm really sorry, guys. Okay. So what is our main story, Melissa? Today, we're talking about the radium girls. Yes. This story is crazy. And I'm not talking about Allie in her infrared blanket. <laughs> <laughs> no, although I am fucking loving that thing. Is it nice? Like, are you loving it? It's like emotionally feels good. Oh, it's like oh, a hug. It's like nice. a Temple Grandin hug box. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> Temple, Temple Grandin, Grandin hug box. Temple Grandin <laughs> was, um, she was a mentally handicapped girl in like the 40s, I believe, who worked. Oh, well, thank you, Melissa. I'm Maria. <laughs> I <mean> Maria. Maria. <laughs> they made an HBO, they made an HBO miniseries about it with Claire Danes playing Temple Grandin. And basically, she she worked on a farm with her family, and she didn't like how the the cows were getting slaughtered. Are you still with me? Because it was inhuman. Yeah, I just I just found the the movie poster, and it is. Yeah, she's smiling. (laughs) I remember the movie poster. She's smiling from ear to ear. And basically, because of her her illness, I'm I'm not sure if it was autism, but she found that what calmed her down when she was really stressed was this thing called like a a hug box, which made you feel like I think you can buy one like for your dogs, not that, but just like it's something that makes you feel like a A thunder thunder collar, like a thunder (laughs) thunder vest. (laughs) Yeah, basically, it makes you feel like like 
coddled and like and like swaddled and so she decided i believe this is all from memory of the miniseries i watched like 10 years ago she created a hug box which is while the cows are getting slaughtered they could they could be in a state of peace because they were they were um confined to this little space Oh wait! Okay. So is it for her? Or for the it cows? was for her. It was for it, it. It was for both because she found because it helped her with her her oh, okay. um not be feeling uncomfortable. It then helped the cows. Here's a book: How to Build a Hug by Tem- Temper Graydon. Temper Graydon and her Brandon. amazing temper. Who's temper, temper Graydon? God, Temper Graydon. <laughs> In her amazing squeeze machine. Oh, wow. You know, this actually is like legit. This is legit what I do. It's like a squeeze. When you feel squeezed, when you feel like pressure. It's the same thing with a weighted blanket. It's the same thing. Yeah, weighted blanket. It's like a weighted blanket inside of a tanning booth. Is the (laughs) infrared. They said it couldn't be done. They said it couldn't be done. Wow, these are cool. I actually would really benefit, I think, from like a lot. This... If you look up, there's this thing called um, the big hug. Uh huh. We're gonna wow. get canceled for this episode. Okay, let's just. Why? Continue. What's the big hug? Why would we get canceled? Because these are all like special needs supplies, and we're saying that we'd like love them. No, you're saying that you'd love them. <laughs> I'm just bringing them to the attention of people because you're saying because there's something innately in yes. us humans that needs yeah. the the pre- like needs pressure to make us feel comfortable, and it can. I agree. Yes, because I think it, it's like being in the womb. I'm probably going to get canceled accident- accidentally for saying something that I didn't mean. Okay, Melissa, what's our main story? Okay, so in the late 1900s, teenage girls and young women were hired at the United States Radium Company to paint watch dials with glowing paint. Unbeknownst to them, this paint was actually made with a highly dangerous radioactive substance that would cause harrowing pain, cancer, and death. The company tried to cover up this tragedy for decades, and the victims fought a difficult uphill battle for justice. What's up with these radium girls? Let's Let's get get into into it. Do you know I can't tell like time? Um, I believe it, but explain. <laughs> yeah, I believe yes. Like on just like a watch, I I just get so confused. There's just so much going on. 
Really? Like the long hand and the short hand, and then there's like the second hand, and then there's like oh, the second everything's hand. What going. What's that even there for? And then there's like everything going by fives, and then you just do so much counting, and it's just like oh, a truly overwhelming experience for you me. You only like Apple watches. Yes. I only analog is the only way for me. Well, that's digital. <laughs> yeah, the analog means digital, doesn't it? No, Allie, it doesn't. It actually means the exact opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Allie just woke up from a nap about 15 minutes ago. So don't use that as an excuse. You know, she could have been up. She, she could have. She could be on vacation right now. She'd still be making these comments. <laughs> That's true. Okay, let's continue. Let's continue. So in 1917, a bunch of young girls were lucky enough to have <laughs> landed work during the war at a large warehouse in Orange, New Jersey. The pay was really great. It was about three times the average working girl's wage, and the work was very, very easy. So all they had to do wow. was apply glowing paint to faces of watches, clocks, and instrument gauges for the United States Radium Company. And white paint was combined with the newly discovered element of radium, which made the paint glow. So a watch that was painted with this stuff could soak up energy during the day and glow all night so you could read the dials in the dark. It was this huge scientific discovery at the time. It was like a pre-Timex. Yeah, Remember the Timex watches when those were the big thing? Yeah. In like the- Do you remember Swatch? Yeah. Yes. But the Timex you was the one that the you, 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 you pressed and it became that blue light. Yep. Those were big. Is that when there was also the baby G's? Do you remember the baby okay. G watches? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Those are cool. So the girls were told this paint was 100% safe, so they had no reason to use any precautions. And it got all over their hands and they were breathing it in. Little did they know that the paint was full of radioactive poison. Oh, whoops. Nope. It's like the secret world of Alex Mack. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, that's a great show. My best friend Ray thinks it's cool. My sister Annie thinks I'm a science project. <laughs> so the this radium-infused paint was a new invention in 1917. American inventor William J. Hammer went to Paris and got a sample of radium salt crystals from Pierre and Marie Curie who had discovered yeah. the element of radium. Yes. So William Hammer figured out that by mixing the radium with glue and zinc sulfide, he could make glow-in-the-dark paint. So the USRC, the United States Radium Company, found out about it and they started using it. And the general consensus at the time was that, it, that a little bit of radium was good for your health. That's bananas. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy because then, Melissa, I sent you an article. I sent you both the article in like a newspaper from the 20s and there was... Um, there was an ad yeah. for radium being like, use it. That's what made me think of this story. That is so crazy. People used to think radium was like healthy and it was, it's insane. It's so crazy. So after it was known that radium could treat cancer, many people mistakenly thought it could also be used to treat other diseases as well. So before long, radium was widely considered a miracle substance sold in pharmacies for all kinds of ailments. Hundreds of thousands of people drank radium-infused tonic water. Oh, my God. Jesus. Brushed their teeth with radium toothpaste and wore radium makeup that made their skin glow. <sighs> but unfortunately, Shit. there is a huge downside to this neat glowing paint. The only stable isotope of radium is radium-226, which has a half-life of 1,600 years. 
Oh, my God. So radium is constantly emitting alpha particles. And normally, alpha radiation is harmless in small doses because natural sources of it can be found in kitchens and bathrooms. So, for example... Sorry, I am apologize that water went down the wrong pipe. <laughs> oh, God. I almost choked yesterday while eating a turkey sandwich. It was, like, actually scary. Like, I oh. felt it cough back up. It was really oh, scary. It's so scary. It's the scariest yeah. feeling to be choking. It was really wild. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Granite countertops are known to emit radiation and radon, albeit albeit at very low levels, they can contain natural occurring uranium and other radioactive elements such as thorium. Ceramics. Up until about the 1960s, the radioactive elements uranium, thorium, and potassium-40 were used in glazes for tile like pottery and other widely available ceramics. Older box-shaped televisions Mm. that contain a ray tube have the potential to emit low levels of X-ray radiation. If you have this type of TV, experts advise sitting a distance of at least two to three feet from the screen to limit exposure. Oh, too late! I used to play Nintendo and like yeah, like right in front of it. Screen. Yeah, great. Bed, Bath, and Beyond recalled some chrome tissue holders when they were discovered to contain cobalt-60, a radioactive material that made its way into the metal from recycled medical equipment. Oh, my God. Yeah. Though the company... That's why you should never recycle. Though the company (laughs) stated that there was no threat to anyone's health from the products, news reports claim that holding the boxes against your body for a day could be equivalent to getting a chest x-ray. That's insane. What kind of boxes? The tissue boxes. Chrome. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know if this is really dumb, but I'm like, well, what's the difference between radiation and radium? Yeah. Yeah. So when radium decays, ionizing radiation is a product. So radiation is what emits when they decay. And so radiation treatment for cancer is just like a really strong x-ray but the laser is only pointed at the tumor and doesn't affect the tissue surrounding it. So they can like focus the radiation on a little tiny, whatever cancer, and it doesn't affect the rest of your body. So I was like, yeah, why isn't radium good for you? Just take radium all the time, but it's only good if it's like, just because it destroys tissue and it's only good if it's just destroying a little tiny cancer in you. I want to like try to find what's, what is in my higher dose blanket. What is in my infrared blanket? Well, infrared light is good for you. They say now. They say now. You're going to be the next radium girl. Oh, man. There's no data to support that they release toxins. Well, I think it's they cause sweat and sweat releases toxins. Yeah. Because I know like the blanket, it said it has like some crystals in it or something weird. Is it radium crystals? <laughs> like that's now I'm like scared. Are infrared blankets safe to use? Yes. Infrared blankets are 100% safe. There's no chance of burning or damaging the skin in any way. Infrared rays are able to penetrate deeply and gently into the skin in a very non-invasive way to raise skin temperature to expel fat and toxins. So all it does is just raise your skin temperature. Okay. So it looks like for now I'm fine. <laughs> for now. Um, radium is in nature as well, but the particles are so tiny that they do not penetrate your skin. So outside of the body, it's completely safe. But once it gets inside your body, it becomes insanely destructive. The human body mistakes radium for calcium. Whoa. 
Yeah, this is crazy. Yeah. So it fills your bones as calcium would. It turns into a microscopic machine gun that gets lodged in the body's tissues. The radium then fires off particle after particle at very close range, eventually mutating and killing the cells around it. Yeah, that's crazy. How it gets That's in insane. Bones. The men who work for the United States Radium Company wore lead aprons to protect them from this radiation. Of course, they didn't tell anyone mm-hmm. else, which was known to have a cumulative effect. The girls were given no protection of any kind, and they even were told to lick their brushes to get a fine point for detail work. The reason the company gave for this difference was that the male engineers were holding huge bottles of raw material while the girls were never exposed to more than a small amount at once. Day after day during the war and for many years after, the Radium Girls painted military and civilian watches and dials, licking their paintbrushes and handling jars of Radium willy-nilly. Just <laughs> draping it all over themselves, breathing it in. It's insane. Holy fuck, dude. So this paint got all over the girls and their clothes and skin would glow when they got home from work. But they thought That's it was insane. cool and fun. I mean, I would think it's cool and fun know. at first. They would even wear nice dresses to work on Friday so they would glow when they went out dancing that weekend. And they painted their nails. Was it transferable through like, so if like they went dancing and they had their radium makeup on or their radium whatever, would that transfer to whoever they were dancing with? I'm sure it would because it was paint. Uh, I mean, I'm, I bet it would dry, but like I'm sure if you touched it, like it would get on your hands. That's crazy. So they painted their nails, they sprinkled flakes into their hair, and they painted their teeth because it looked cool. And so everyone was having a great time working at this plant. Their pay was great. They even encouraged their relatives and their friends to apply. And by 1920, around 300 girls were working at this factory. But then Molly gets a toothache. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. 
real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So the first sign that something was wrong uh, was in January of 1922. One of the workers, Molly Magia, or Magia, got a toothache. So she went to the dentist who told her that the tooth needed to come out. And a few weeks later, she went back with another toothache and needed to get that one pulled too. And the wounds in her mouth never healed. And they seeped blood and pus into her mouth. And then more and more of her teeth had to come out after that. Like she kept going to the dentist. And her teeth just, she had to like pull them all out because they were rotting. And then five months later, her dentist thought Molly needed surgery to remove a fast-growing abscess he'd found on her jaw. And so when he got the gums open, the bone didn't look right. It was like ashy and gray. So he gently poked it with his finger. And to his shock and horror, the whole bone crumbled under his fingertip like ashes. Oh, my God. Like her whole fucking jawbone just like crumbled. And so instead of removing a tumor... He wound up digging Molly's entire left jaw out with nothing but his fingers. And unbeknownst to him, the radium had perforated the bone cells and stripped them of calcium. It had shredded the collagen inside the bone. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that summer, the rest of Molly's jaw came out, followed by bits of her inner ear. What? No. Yeah. Oh, my God. And by September of 1922... Eight months after her first toothache, she died. The tumors had cut into her jugular vein and flooded her throat with blood, choking her to death in bed. Insane. Oh, my God. That is insane. Is there anything creepier than the feeling of your jaw coming out? You know what I mean? Like, think of it loosening and then being able to disconnect it because it's so week i mean i've never thought of that until right now that's pretty bad i'm trying to think if things are creepier like i think that's not the creepiest for me but that's really it's bad. pretty that's really bad. weird if like it felt really loose it would feel like a loose tooth you know and oh, it was it oh, would yeah. just be like, like a loose tooth i don't like a loose tooth feeling that's, that's weird. the biggest fear for some reason one of the most common dreams all yeah. your teeth falling out yep i've had those dreams I have dreams where like my credit card doesn't work and then I spend like 30 minutes trying to find another credit card in my bag. The oh, most no. reco- reoccurring dream I have is that I find out that I didn't graduate high school because there's like one class I never went to or like didn't pass. And I find out all of a sudden now at like age 35 that like I'm not a high school graduate. <laughs> that would be scary. I have a, I have a dream that I, that I murder people. I'm trying to get away with it. Oh, like I killed people. Oh my God, I know it's weird. It's really intense. <laughs> it's silly, right? <laughs> uh, so then, other girls started getting sick. Molly wasn't the only girl this happened to. So radium passes easily through the gums and into the blood. So around the time Maggie got sick, all sorts of odd symptoms were popping up among the girls. One suffered a total collapse of her vertebrae. Oh, my God. As the radiation did to her spine what it had done to Maggie's jaw, others developed skin cancer, cataracts, throat cancer, and other symptoms of long-term radiation exposure, such as loose teeth and hair loss. Jesus At the Christ, time, radium was known to be slightly dangerous, 
but nobody had any experience with radiation sickness. So the United States Radium Company said Molly's death had been from syphilis. That's so fucked up, dude. Which the company cited after the accusations and lawsuits started rolling in. Yeah, they're like, uh, these girls don't have radio radium poisoning. It's also like they actually all have syphilis. Yeah. Like, come on. Dude. That's so... Because re- that also like disgraces their legacy. Like yeah. not, not having an STD isn't disgraceful, but at all. But like back then it was like, I'm like in this zone right now where I feel like no matter what I say, I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> I'm pro STD, sure. but I'm just saying like back then, like that's like it, they were saying that to try to like yeah. defile them. Yeah. Um. So then there's a bunch of lawsuits. So way back before the USRC had even started, the president had conducted safety studies on the glowing paint and had concluded that it was totally safe. But by 1924, when dozens of radium girls were sick or dead, an independent study, one that the radium company didn't pay for, established that radioactive paint is indeed hazardous when ingested. Yeah, no shit. Uh, But the USRC didn't want to be liable for all these deaths. So they paid for a separate study that concluded radioactive paint is good for you. Oh, my God. It's like the tobacco industries yeah. of, you know, like the 50s or whenever. Yeah, they're like, tobacco is good for your health. It's good for you. Yeah. Smoke a cigarette. So then Harrison Martlin comes along. So in 1925, Harrison Martlin studied the paint himself. He would later become the man who coined the term punch drunk. Like the Adam Sandler movie? Punch drunk Yeah, love. to describe the damage boxers' heads suffered in fights. Mm. Huh. Interesting. So Martin reopened Molly Magia's case. Back then, the cause of death was determined by a coroner's jury, which acted like a jury in a court case. That's this crazy. This is crazy. I didn't know this. So Martin was like, uh, that's not how it should work. <laughs> so he, as the medical officer of Essex County, abolished the jury system and hired a competent, a competent medical examiner which is, that seems crazy. They used to determine cause of death by a jury. They'd, they'd vote on it. Be like, oh, I think they died from this. Oh, I think they died from this. And Imagine if vote. I was on a death jury. I'd be like, uh, actually, I think it was possession followed by, like, <laughs> that's insane. They were haunted to death, clearly. <laughs> yeah. So then as expected, Molly's corpse showed no sign of syphilis, but it had clearly been ravaged by radiation. And similar results came through for the other girls who had died, and eventually the USRC went bankrupt for medical and court costs. Many girls died young, usually in horrible pain and fear, while others lived many years with weakened bones, lost teeth, and various forms of cancer. Jeez. Yeah. So after an ugly court battle, some of the girls were compensated and others weren't. Grace Fire filed a lawsuit along with four other women for damages of $250,000. In desperate need of money, they would eventually settle for $10,000 each and a $600 annual payment, although none of them would survive more than two years after the settlement. That is so horrible. Mabel Williams of Olympia, Washington, was the last surviving radium girl. She died in 2015 at 107 years old. Wow, that's crazy. Was she in like agonizing pain her whole life? I don't know. She worked at the USRC when she was 16. And I read you can apparently detect the radiation from on top of their graves. Oh, what? No way. 
Yeah, it said that on Reddit, so you know it's real. But apparently, <laughs> well, yeah, the radiation. I guess if it's so, if their just bodies are filled with it, wow, that's crazy. Can you say one more time? Radiation isn't radium. No. So radiation is the emission of energy in the forms of waves or particles. Okay, so it's like you take, so it's like you're, you are exposed. So all objects give off radiation. I don't get it. Because like if you go... Radium is an element. Radium is, and it decays. While it's decaying, what, come, what emits from it is the radiation waves. Got it. Okay. It's, but radiation is from not just radium it's from every element radiation is just what happens when elements decay but when someone like goes to like nagasaki or something and they have like a uh you know they were like that was radiation right yes but it's not necessarily from radium it could be from other elements like plutonium or uranium there's a lot of elements that are dangerous does that make sense i mean Yeah. yeah it does but my, I'm not, you know, I can only understand so much. I don't know if I agree with everything you're saying right now, but also <laughs> I don't know that I disagree. So if a scientist wants to write in and say and wants to agree or disagree with Melissa. I read about this for like an hour last week. So I. It, OK, so then I believe to, you to try to understand it because I was very confused. So what do what do they use in chemo radiation? I don't know the exact types of radiation they use, but I'm sure it's online somewhere. Well, I guess I'm just, con- is it is it radium? Yeah, it's radium and then like some other isotopes. I have no idea. Isotopes in cancer treatment. Okay, so it's radium-223, lutetium-177, cobalt-60, actinium-225, casium-137, iridium-197, boron-10, geranium, carbon-11, uranium-233. Yeah, so they use a whole load of different things. Harrison Matlin's legacy. Dr. Matlin's work had attracted attention, and in the 1930s, several research institutes approached him for advice in safely handling uranium and plutonium. In 1945, the Manhattan Project, oh my God, from... um, Watchmen produced mm-hmm. several atomic bombs. For decades afterwards, the U.S. Atomic Energy Commission credited the research research and experience gained in the USRC shop with helping them devise safety protocols that kept thousands of other young war workers safe during World War II. In 1949, the United States Congress passed a law which gave workers the right to receive compensation for occupational illnesses. Although the U.S. radium factory in New Jersey was the most infamous case of radium dial painting, it was far from the only one. It's estimated that by the 1920s, as many as 4,000 workers were hired at companies uh, across the United States and Canada to paint radium dials. That's crazy. Radium watches would continue to be manufactured manufactured until 1968, although the safety regulations were drastically improved. Up until 68, they were making these radium that's dials like, and watches. That's like recently. That's yeah. so nuts. So I, I saw on Reddit that this woman, Kate Moore, wrote a best-selling book called The Radium Girls, and she did a AMA – And so someone asked her, like, what should we learn from the Radium Girls? And she was like, history repeat itself. So she was talking about, like, the tobacco industry, for example. And then she brought up nail technicians. 
And oh. she was like, she was like, nail technicians are getting sick all the time now. So like, we should be looking into that. Like oh, what's going on at these weird. nail salons that like cosmetologists and nail technicians are getting sick all the time. Someone also was like, what was the most shocking? And she was like that the fact that the company knew and they covered it up. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. And like the syphilis thing was really crazy. And then also to read the medical reports and learn that Grace's vertebrae had been crushed and that Marguerite's jawbone was reduced to a mere stump by radium. Like these were severe. Like this was crazy. One Reddit user said my great grandmother worked at a radium dial in Ottawa her bones were so brittle that they would break under her own weight. Oh, God. Isn't that crazy? Um, it's like Mr. Glass in um, those M. Night Shyamalan movies. Oh, yeah. So then uh, a New York Times article said, like, is our, you know, followed up on this, like, are nail salon workers the next radium girls Uh, melissa do you want to like get into what this said yeah so you found this article like right before we were about to record and it's it's okay well you don't have to sell me out oh no i was saying that (laughs) like i was i was like oh this is cool you found a cool thing (laughs) it was before your 15 minute nap um it was before the nap (laughs) but yeah you found this thing that was from 2015 it said a number of studies have also found that cosmetologists, a group that, incur- that includes manicurists as well as hairdressers and makeup artists, have elevated rates of death from Hodgkin's disease, a low birth weight babies, and of multiple myeloma, which is a form of cancer. And there's a there's a photo of Eugenia Colon holding an X-ray of her lungs from 2010. In the nail salon she owned in Brooklyn, she molded talon-like nails in a haze of acrylic powder, ignoring a persistent cough. So this acrylic powder is, like, causing... Yeah, I think they think that's one of the suspects. Yeah. Um, And then it also says, similar stories of illness and tragedy abound at nail salons across the country of children born slow or special and miscarriages and cancers and coughs that will not go away, and painful skin afflictions. Uh. The stories have become so common that older manicurists warn women of childbearing age away from the business. Uh, With its potent brew of polishes, solvents, hardeners, and glues that nail workers handle daily. I mean, you're working with chemicals for like 10 hours a day, nonstop, every day, right in your face. Yeah. And yeah, in a confined space. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it also says when Ki Oak Chung, a manicurist for almost two decades, had her fingerprints taken in the early 2000s for her citizenship, her prints were almost non-existent. Yeah, oh my they God. were like burned off. Oh my God. She says constant work with files, solvents, and emollients is responsible. How crazy. That's crazy yeah so i think we need to like look into the conditions of these nail salons i mean like this is not and i mean you like you think the same from like hair salons too they're like working with bleach and yeah bleach yeah just breathing it in like you have to think Uh, of like the long-term effects like in 10 years what's what's going to be the deal with these people yeah like nail polish remover like just that smell itself is just oh it's horrendous And like when you're dyeing your hair they're like the box hair dye. It's like, do not do this in an enclosed room. It tells yeah. you not to like breathe it in. And then I found 
this other crazy story. The 17-year-old Eagle Scout built a nuclear reactor in his mom's backyard. Excuse you? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's on that we- this website, Board Panda. <laughs> this kid, he made a nuclear reactor from batteries, old clocks, lanterns, uranium from Czechoslovakia, and duct tape. And the science experiment attracted what? media attention, and David was named the Radioactive Boy Scout at 14. Oh my he God. earned an Atomic Energy Merit Badge. <laughs> That's th- a badge? Apparently. But then, like, <laughs> it, the whole neighborhood was, like, testing positive for radiation because he was building oh this in my his God. backyard. That poor kid probably feels so guilty. Well, he eventually was diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia and bipolar, and he died in 2016 from alcohol poisoning and fentanyl. Oh, Jesus. What a life that kid They don't know if it was from, like, the fumes that caused, like, damage in his brain. Holy shit. Maybe I live near a nuclear reactor. Maybe that's my problem. Alex Mack. Let's see. (laughs) Alex Mack was was lived in the Palisades. Oh, my God. She did not. Yes, she she did. did. Hold on. What? Yeah, she did. Alex Mack lives in lived in the Pacific Palisades. Because whenever I hear like someone no, say the Palisades, not. I always think of Alex Mack. Yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah, she did live in Pacific Palisades. You I guys swear. are lying to me. <laughs> no, she didn't. Why can't I find it? I know she did. I remember that too. Oh no, shit! Alex Mack is an ordinary teenage girl with her parents and older sister in the town of Paradise Valley, Arizona. Why did I think okay. it was the Palisades? I must have thought it was the Palisades because you said it was the Palisades. <laughs> no, you said it first. And I was like, yes, I agree. No, you said it first. No. <laughs> why did I think she lived in the Palisades? Oh, no. Why did I think that? Oh, God. Now this is everything's going wrong. Is this like a weird Mandela effect thing? It must be. No. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I knew she didn't. That would that would have been crazy. Okay, I'm gonna look up nuclear reactor Pacific Palisades. I told you guys about the the water I used to swim in that was like radioactive. No, no. Melissa, what? <laughs> I think I told that we're in Michigan in Lake Michigan near um, South Haven. There was a nuclear power plant, and it was like you know gates, and you could not get through there, but you could sneak through there at nighttime. And you would go swim in there by the nuclear, um, the cooling rods, because the water would be really warm. You could just go jump in there and swim. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Melissa. Melissa. It was warm. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was cool. I was like, oh, warm water, swimming in warm water at night. And it, you just, like, bang into these giant cooling rods. It was a nuclear power plant. Oh. Well, that's sweet. I like, you know, I like that story. Um. Well, if you guys have any, like, info about nuclear power plants or radiation or radium or anything like that, um, Melissa, where can people reach us? Oh, this is making sense because the power plant is called the Palisades Nuclear Generating Station in South Haven. That's the one I used to go to. Okay. It was called the Palisades Nuclear. Oh, plant. so that's why you that's associate why Pacific Palisades, Palisades yeah. okay. with nuclear waste. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Send us an email at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com.
And subscribe to our Patreon. We have some episodes coming out weekly now. So, you know, you're lost if you don't want to be a part of it. Yeah, we got two out already. You're lost. Oh, and then we're probably going to do what? Episodes every Friday live? I'm down to do them. Sure. Why not? What else are we doing? What else am I doing with my life? Nothing. All right. Well, I'm Ali Siegel. I'm Melissa Stettin. And I'm dun 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 Alex Mac Lasucci. Dun 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 dun. Cool. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.